Welcome to the Betcha Sub Podcast. I'm Elise Morales. I'm Sammy Hushbein. And for those of you who are just tuning in, the Betcha Sub Podcast is your weekly rundown of all the crazy shit that's happened in the news, explained by your two funniest friends, which is us. Of course it is. Yeah. What a week. It didn't even start. I know. Like, it is... We are recording this and it is Monday yeah. <laughs> and I'm just like, wow, this week has been rough. <laughs> yeah. We're barely into the afternoon. Yeah. It's... It's uh, been a lot. It's been a lot. But we have some exciting stuff to talk about first. Yes. Before we get into the destruction and the horror. <laughs> Elise, let's first talk about it. What is getting you through this few hours of the week? <laughs> yeah, for the first couple of hours of this week in Trump's America, what's been getting me through is Betches and New Balance have launched a hashtag run to the polls election day bus. You guys, we are running a bus through various pickup and drop off polling places around New York City. They're also going to be picking up and dropping off at really fun other locations, Soul Cycles, matcha places, Starbucks, Starbucks, places where anybody, anybody would love to give themselves a nice little I voted reward. Or just wants like a really chic Instagram. Yeah, exactly. So this bus is going to be running around sort of in the flat iron area on Tuesday, November 6th, which is election day. Hello. We all know that. Uh, We're going to be having fun games on the bus. We're creating a bus's say out loud atmosphere (laughs) curated by New Balance and Betches. Uh, We're going to be making I voted signs on the bus, which is like a step up from the sticker. Oh, yeah. Like, how do we take the sticker to the next level? It's like 10 times as Instagrammable. We do a sign and we're, we're super excited to be working with New Balance and Rock the Vote on this um so check out hashtag run to the polls um on at nb women that's for new balance and at betches underscore sup obviously for us uh to see what's getting us moving to the polls and if you use the hashtag to share your voting selfies yes we'll see them and we we are happy to regram by the way anyone who's voted or is partaking in early voting if you tag us in your instagram story we will repost that yeah we love i love seeing people tagging us and sending in their absentee ballots their early voting i love all of that and if you want more information about where the bus is going to be going and how you can meet up with us on election day it's running from like 6 45 a.m until like way later in the evening like to like 4 30 so you can go to betches.co slash bus yes and you'll see the whole schedule and here's the thing you don't even need to go to your actual polling place you can just get on the bus take a little ride with us get in front of the bus take some photos and if we happen to be taken to your polling place that's amazing but yeah. you do not have to actually be going to your polling place to partake in the bus festivities yes you could also just celebrate election day with batches and new balance right that's exactly what we're doing and we're really excited so we're super excited to be working with new balance they have been fearlessly independent since 1906 and staying independent has shaped who they are they're committed to quality to craftsmanship and to making shoots in the united states keep your jobs here <laughs> they believe in one simple truth we were born to move to the polls do the polls on election day to vote in the midterms yes we're doing it we're you doing know? it and i'm not even you can get on the bus anybody can get on the bus yeah you know what i mean it's a bipartisan bus it's a bipartisan bus anybody can get on the bus exactly i imagine you guys probably have a guess as to who i'm voting for 
but that's yeah. not going to come into play on the bus. Absolutely not. <laughs> on the bus, we are all equals. On the bus, we're, we're all, just voters. We're all voters on the bus. No opinions on the bus. <laughs> but you guys like know what my opinion is. Yeah. <laughs> but it's going to be a really fun time. So please join us. We really want to make election day as fun as possible. And can I be honest? We thought of this idea like in, during Mitt Romney's election. And the fact that we're finally getting to do it in an even more important election is incredibly meaningful so to us. So exciting. Yeah. So exciting. I'm getting up early to do this. And 5 a.m. wake up call. get up early. I'm, I'm hiring gonna, a dog walker. I'm going to be at my polling place at 6 a.m. so that I can get right to the bus right after. So... Be first in line. Yeah. I'll see you guys there. Um, all right. Sammy, what's been getting you through this week in Trump's America? Well, what's been getting me through this five-minute-long week so far... <laughs> Is that our boyfriend is back. Oh. And by our boyfriend, I mean Obama. Oh. And he has been back on the campaign trail. Thank God, yeah. honestly, because we really need him. And he's been calling Trump out hard. Last night, he called him out for lying about yeah. getting rid of pre-existing conditions, about helping immigrants, about doing all the things that Trump pretends he's going to do to help people that he's actually just going to expressly fuck over. So Obama's back calling him out and yeah. it has just been a huge fresh, a huge breath of fresh air. Yeah. We have an article up about this exact speech that Sammy is talking about, which he gave at a rally in Wisconsin because they have like, I mean, Wisconsin is very important as we've all learned. <laughs> Wisconsin made us let us know how important they are in 2016 yes. and we're not forgetting. Uh, but they have like a really contentious governor's race right now. Uh, trying to get Scott Walker is the current governor. A real pleasure. A wonderful, <laughs> great man. No. Um, so who should you vote for instead of Scott Walker? You know, that's the thing is that I'm trying to think of the Democrats name and I can't remember. Shit, I shouldn't have called you out. I know. I'm just like, don't vote for Scott Walker. Yeah, just don't. I mean, my so my boyfriend is from Wisconsin voting absentee in Wisconsin and we got his ballot and I don't remember the name of the Democrat. Well, I don't we'll remember it, but I will be filling in that name. I mean, Danny will be filling in that well, name. Will Danny be joining us on the bus? And that's why he is filling it going mm -hmm. absentee. Oh, okay. yeah. He'll be on the bus. Anyone who wants to meet Elise's boyfriend. Yeah, you can meet him on the, the bus. bus. He's going yeah. to have already voted. He's sending in his ballot this week. It's very exciting. It was kind of fun to look at somebody else's ballot. My mom went to early voting this morning in Florida Ooh. where votes matter. She sent me a photo. There was already like a huge line like this morning. Yeah. The early voting stats are are pretty crazy right a and lot I, of people are voting early i assume that's a good thing for us but i don't know well it's like everything i feel like this happens with every single poll is that they're like this is the poll and it means great things for democrats unless it doesn't right <laughs> and you're just like uh, okay right who can really believe the polls yeah anymore yeah it's so, so depressing i keep looking at them but then i also am like all of the polls, like you have to remember that they're all about like likely voters and stuff like that. So it's like if there's a lot of new people voting, right? All of that, like all of them, ch it changes everything. Yeah, and shit is off the chain this year. Yeah. So yeah, did I just say that? Yeah, yeah, you did. Wow. Okay. Who am I, Sammy? Sit with that, and yeah. we will get into the big story of the day. But first, we're gonna take a quick break. Today's episode of the Betches Sup podcast is brought to you by Living Proof. Yes, I love Living Proof. I Right now, my uh, 
shower is full with all these half empty hair products that I never finish because I don't really love them. Mm -hmm. I'm not really sure what they're doing for my hair. But then I got living proof (sighs) and things have changed. My hair has become so clean and silky. I'm staring at it right now. It's gorgeous. She actually gave me a compliment before the podcast, but I... um, we're saving it for now. Yeah. <laughs> um, you guys will have to guess what it was. Yeah. So for so something I used a lot this weekend was because um, I had a few appearances for the book. Wow. Was their dry shampoo because I didn't have a lot of time to, you know, fully, fully wash it. And the dry shampoo actually cleans my hair. Unlike the other dry shampoos I've used, Living Proof doesn't just kind of like mask it and cover it up. It actually cleaned it. It actually felt much more clean after I used it. Yeah. So I'm really into it. Yeah. Living Proof Dry Shampoo is my favorite too. um, Because I have very like thick, kind of like frizzy, curly hair. It's a very like Hermione Granger situation. And Living Proof has helped me with that. Helped me to tackle. They also do exactly as they claim. And they don't have any silicones, parabens, phthalates. or And they don't test on animals. Which as people who give a shit about the environment, we really care about. Yeah. Yeah. Um, okay, so do what I did and make the switch to Living Proof today by visiting livingproof.com slash sup and use the promo code sup to get a free sample of their award-winning dry shampoo, which we just talked about with your purchase. That's livingproof.com slash sup, promo code sup for a free sample of dry shampoo with your purchase. Livingproof.com slash sup, promo code sup. That's livingproof.com slash sup, promo code sup. You're going to be so clean. And we're back. <laughs> All right, guys. Uh, how Let's do we, shift gears. Yeah. How to, do we even get into this? Yeah. So, as I mean, we just get into it. As I'm sure you've all heard by now, there was a major shooting at the Tree of Like Synagogue in Pittsburgh, Pennsylvania on Saturday morning. There were 11 people killed. Mm-hmm. Um, it was around 10 a.m. There was an active shooter. The shooter had an AR-15 and three handguns. Highly necessary yeah. to have all of that. As the founding fathers intended. Yeah, exactly. As, as the founding fathers would have wanted. Yeah. So it seems like this man was a racist and yeah. an anti-Semite as he openly proclaimed that he wanted all Jews to die. Yes. Um, that's nice. Yeah. Thank you. He I'll also take that personally. Four police officers. Right. Two. Which is interesting given that Trump said Trump's response to this was if there had been an armed guard at the synagogue, then they would have been okay and been able to reduce the death toll. Yeah. Which doesn't really square with the fact that four police officers who I assume had guns were injured. Yeah, like a literal SWAT team went in and he still shot at them so that kind of but i mean it was just also an ar-15 can fire so quickly that even if you have a gun and you're armed that you're just fighting fire with fire doesn't necessarily mean you're gonna win yeah it's always strange to me the idea that like like this idea that like if everyone was armed we would all be more safe because what would happen if like this guy would go in and open fire and then everyone would open fire and then everyone's just shooting at each other in a public space. Like that doesn't seem. Yes. They're basically advocating for like open shootout open culture, shootout. like a, like a yeah. Western like thing. But it's just to me, I'm just like, so we just want more people shooting into the air. Like, I mean, but I mean, also there's just like, is there nowhere in this country that you can go? This is not the first time this year that a place of worship has been the location of a mass shooting. Yeah. And 
And I mean, this obviously has its own specific history being that it is an anti-Semitic act. It is the largest, um, I think, anti-Semitic attack Mm -hmm. ever in American history. Yeah. Which, again, I don't feel like it's a coincidence when you have a president who advocates for violence against against minorities and against his against his quote unquote enemies. Also, literally at a rally last week, Trump was saying stuff about George Soros and kind of like who's a whistling these conspiracy theories. And a lot of times when you hear a lot of these conservative people talk about George Soros, that's a dog whistle for just like Jewish money influence stuff. Ron DeSantis apparently like last week was saying shit about George Soros. Like, like it's kind of, he's sort of like this code that they use to talk about like the Illuminati Jew. Yeah, exactly. Like, like that's a lot of times when you hear people talking about him, that's what they are really talking about. Right. And that is evidenced by, this shooter, this man, had uh, a very active social media profile on this website called Gab, which I will get into in a second. But in it, he shared a bunch of Soros conspiracy theories. The MAGA bomber was doing the same thing. And that's all anti-Semitism. Yeah. I mean, these are like these are like elderly people who were preying on Shabbat. There was a brisk going yeah. on. It's like they are all between the ages of like 50 and, and 90. Yeah, a 97-year-old woman was killed. Yeah, these are elderly people. They're grandparents and they just are innocently shot. Yeah. It's just really, yeah. Okay, so let's go back to it's, Gab. It's horrible. So, yeah, so one of the, I mean, this story is horrible, but one of the, the interesting things that has come out of this story is there's now attention on this website called Gab. And what Gab is, is it builds itself as the free speech, speech social media site. And it came to power when this sort of like conservative Silicon Valley guy was like, I want to create a social media platform that doesn't silence conservative voices because you know how that's been like a big thing. When they say doesn't silence conservatives, what they mean is where conservatives can openly express their racist, bigoted, disgusting views. Yes. So basically now this website. views. Threats. Yeah. Yeah. Like threats too. So this website has now become a repository for people who are kicked off Twitter and Facebook. Richard Spencer moved to Gab. He's like the white supremacist. He's a white supremacist guy. Uh, Milo Yiannopoulos. Robert Spencer or Richard Spencer? Richard Spencer. Spencer. Milo Yiannopoulos moved to Gab when he got kicked off of everything. The guy uh, whose name is escaping me right now who organized the Charlottesville riot they uh he moved to gab so it's just a really like it's just a couple cool people who want to talk politics biatch <laughs> <laughs> it's like the uh, it's not really, really. It's like not at all it's like the opposite yeah. and you know what's you know what's questionable about this whole thing is that like under the first amendment you have freedom of speech but you're not allowed to threaten people harm yeah. and you're not allowed to cause panic that is not based on something that's false like you yeah. can't yell fire in a crowded theater how is this even I mean, I guess it hasn't gone to the Supreme Court, but how is this even con- like, okay, this type of speech, how is this it's, protected? It's crazy. Um, it's just because I feel like, and I feel like this comes, a lot of this stuff with like Twitter and the internet and all of this shit is that we have people in power who fundamentally don't understand it and they don't take it seriously and they don't know what Twitter is and they don't know. What's a Facebook? Yeah, they, like they don't get it. And so they don't realize how, 
We're now at multiple occasions where someone has posted explicit threats, scary things online and acted them out. Like we should be at the point where this is taken as seriously as if you call someone up and say, I'm going to kill you on the phone. Like, you know what I mean? What I think what I'm saying is I don't think that's even really taken seriously. It's it's crazy. Like, like there are laws that I feel like protect people more if like someone was like threatened, like verbally threatened you in person or like. Honestly, the law moves much slower than the yeah. threats, though. Yeah, it's like you have to go get a restraining order against someone who threatens you, and you have to show like all this evidence, and that doesn't take two seconds. And by the time that that's like even yeah worked out, you could already have been oh hurt. yeah. And I mean, that's the other thing. Also, is like especially when you're dealing with stuff online. This person could just be like a Twitter egg with no name. You don't know who the hell they are. Like, you don't know. How are you even going to find them? Like, how, how are you even going to protect yourself? Which is like one really scary element. So this guy was all over Gab. And now Gab, as of today, has been taken down. Uh, its platform is, it made a statement on its website Monday saying the platform would be inaccessible for a period of time as it switches to a new web host because as all this stuff was coming out because the, the, the shooter posted on Gab um, something right before he went in, he said like, uh, fuck your uh, optics, I'm going in. That was like his post before actually doing this. And he also was linking Jewish people to the caravan. He was like, Jews are making the caravan. I mean, it's, oh my it's God. tenuous. <laughs> it's a, he was also like, Jews are working with Muslims to make the caravan and I was like that's a fundamental yeah. misunderstanding of that relationship. <laughs> Seriously. <laughs> like, I was like that is not That something. is like one of the funny that's honestly funny. But like that is I mean like that something tells me they're not. <laughs> yeah, we're connecting a lot of dots here. Um, right, and also like that's what they would would agree upon the caravan, the caravan in right? South America. Thousands of years of turmoil. And they're like, you know what? Let's just Let's put just our, our differences the aside. Border. Let's put our differences aside. Let's fund this caravan. <laughs> <laughs> we'll get back to everything else later. Like, I mean, it's just, it's insane. Well, people, there, there is just, that's just the pattern of history that Jews get blamed for everything, whether or not they have nothing to do with it. They just get blamed for everything. So I'm not surprised. Inflation in 1920s Germany. That was the Jews. Of course. (laughs) That was their fault. But of course. But like even the caravan, which the Muslims, there's no Muslims on this caravan. Like if there is a Muslim on the caravan, I would be shocked. Mm -hmm. Maybe there's one like who converted. Okay, fine. No, I made that up. I I don't even know if that's true. I just don't understand why you would fly from the Middle East to the caravan to break into the United States when you clearly could have just flown to the United States and remain. Right. Like, also, I just like, don't understand. The Jews are in the United States. I yeah. mean, many of them are. But, I mean, it just makes no sense. So, GoDaddy has confirmed today that it gave the site 24 hours to move to a new service. So, I guess GoDaddy was, like, hosting this website and they were like, nope, you gotta go. Um, and then PayPal also said it would not allow Gab to use its platform to manage donations from users. Because I guess there's, like, a donation element. Joyant, which I'd never heard of. Stripe, Medium, also banned. And then Why Apple... Why Medium banned? Or medium band gab. Oh, so I guess okay. I don't know how they they were probably like you could like connect Link somehow. Them. I don't know. But either way, medium's out of there. And also uh, it's apparently been removed from the app stores as well. And Gab released a statement today that said 
Gab.com is under attack. We have been systematically no-platformed by app stores, multiple hosting providers, and several payment processors. We have been smeared by the mainstream media for defending free expression and individual liberty for all people and for working with law enforcement to ensure that justice is served for the horrible atrocity committed in Pittsburgh. Gab will continue to fight for fundamental human rights to speak freely. As we transition to a new hosting provider, Gab will be inaccessible for a period of time. We are working to get around the clock to get Gab.com back online. Thank you, and remember to speak freely. It's... Okay. This is like coming from someone who, okay, this is interesting because you have this statement and then you have the president yeah. on the other side who blames the media for the shooting. Yes. Blames the media for the caravan, blames the media for the pipe bombs that yeah. were sent to themselves. Yep. And it looks like the media is taking a big hit for the actions of these racist psychopaths. Yeah. I mean, also the other thing that's crazy about this is like before GoDaddy had like taken Gab down and stuff, there were, according to, so uh, the Daily did like a good look into Gab today and they were saying that this morning and in the, in the days after the shooting, people were posting on Gab, lionizing this guy, saying that he was a great guy, like like just the worst possible stuff. So like, they're trying to say like oh like our website doesn't incite violence we don't like tolerate violence and it's like well you have people on your website praising someone who used your website to plan a mass shooting on a synagogue so like how does that even hold water do you feel like when the main quote-unquote mainstream and as if that's become some sort of bad word um do you feel like when the mainstream sites or companies turn against these extremists that that actually emboldens them more I think they're because of the way the internet works, like they're always going to find a repository to put their garbage and crazy garbage. I think the mainstream sites do still have a duty to try to get it off of their websites so that people can like, it's like, you know what, if you want, cause like these fringe people, they're, they're going to find their weird spots on the internet to talk or before the internet, they're going to find their weird fucking woods to meet in or whatever (laughs) they do. So they're going to find each other. It's honestly better that they have these in a way that they have this, that has like this paper trail of these conversations that they're having. It's just like, it's interesting. Right before we started, um, Right before we started the podcast, I saw a notification that Rod Rosenstein was saying the DOJ is going to start working on like a database for like hate speech websites and stuff. Oh, nice. So that's that an improvement. Sounds like a good. Okay. <laughs> I feel like I feel like based on looking at the messages that this guy posted and the pipe bombers Twitter, like you can pretty much identify who these psychopaths are going to be. They yeah. have this like very distinct way of like incoherently messaging. Yes. Yeah. So that was another thing that I looked up. So the pipe bomber, the MAGA bomber was not, or at least Gab wasn't his main. I'm sure he frequented he wasn't the pages. banned from Twitter. No, he wasn't banned from Twitter, but he threatened to kill a lot of people on Twitter, which raises the question, why wasn't he banned <laughs> from Twitter? Yeah. Um, his, his, uh, his handle was Hard Rock 2016. He threatened to kill director Ron Howard. Um, That's random. He posted photos that he believed to be of Vice President Joe Biden's home and said, you hug your loved 
son, your loved one's niece, wife, family real close every time you walk out of your home, which is... I just want to I just want to add an aside speaking of Joe Biden on Friday we were in DC mm-hmm. for book promotion everyone buy one's happy hour and Jordana had a makeup artist from Glam Squad who had done Joe Biden's makeup the day oh before my God. the day of the pipe bombings and she asked like how was he and she's like he was nice I think he was kind of in a bad mood about the death threats he got today yeah. you know that right? um that makes sense a lot of sense um so Twitter also found there was this woman, Rochelle Ritchie, who's a political commentator. And right after it like came out who this guy was, she posted two screenshots of him threatening her after she had appeared on Fox News, threatening to kill her and her reporting it to Twitter and Twitter being like this doesn't violate our terms of service oh well in a uh, in a similar vein yes so this this girl i'm friendly with she runs the account crazy jewish mom mm-hmm. so she gets a lot of anti-semitic threats and that sort of mm-hmm. thing like swastikas and like cool. all like like gross nazi political cartoons she reports it to instagram and she posted that instagram like she posted screenshots of instagram saying this doesn't violate our terms of use and then they took her post down after they she took her post down yeah and then Shady, she posted the again. shadiness. Yeah. The so, sheer so shadiness. She, re- she reports like anti-Semitism, Nazi images. Yeah. And and then when they say it doesn't violate, she posted them saying it doesn't violate. And then they took that down. So it's like, these yeah. Who's in the wrong? Who's in the wrong? The person who is threatened or the, po- or like, I don't understand. It's like, what is the line of thinking? I've here? seen this happen many times where someone tries to call out things that have been said to them online and then they get in trouble for repeating it. Yeah. But the original post was not taken down. So it's just like, I feel like what a lot of the, I mean, there's so much to read into what's been happening in the last few weeks with this bomber, with this shooting. It's the president's rhetoric. That's there's a lot of stuff, but one of the things we got to look at is like what we're gonna do about pe- these threats online and people's online behavior. Like, how do we? Uh, I mean, if you, re- my answer is something that's not gonna happen mm-hmm. because it is about changing the leadership at these companies yeah. to people who actually believe in a world without where threats based on race and gender and beliefs are not okay. Whether yeah. that is a Democrat threatening a Republican or or the other way around, but it, I mean, it's very clear that they do not have a really seemingly fair standard for determining what can go and what can't. Yeah, I mean, it's just, and it's the leadership because who determines that? If 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 I told someone in this office what has to be taken down, it would be these threats. Yeah, and if I didn't say that, no one would do it. Yeah, and also like you don't know if they're maybe being told not to take them down because we've had Jack Dorsey at Twitter capitulate to conservatives many, many times and be like, Oh, Candace Owens, I'm really sorry that I labeled you as far right. Like, we're so sorry we did that. Meanwhile, Candace Owens like spreads conspiracy theories that Democrats bombed themselves and stuff. Like they, they are so, they don't want to lose the clicks. They don't want to lose the clicks of the MAGA bomber because he's on there. He, they're making money off of his engagement on Twitter. They that, make the same amount of money if he's threatening you as if he's saying like, great job, you know? That's true, but it's more that they don't want to be seen as biased yeah. because there are fewer conservatives in this country. I don't care what the fucking votes say. There are fewer conservatives in this country. They're, they are more extreme, but there are fewer of them. But because what their speech consists of is like psychotic death threats and racism as arguments, 
because that's what the content of their argument is there would be nothing there wouldn't really be much commentary from their side if not for that yeah it's like so they don't want to get in trouble for being like anti-conservative but really what they should be saying is being like we're not anti-conservative we're anti the conservative content it's not our fault that the conservative content is violent and biased yeah like i'm sorry that i'm sorry that by making a crackdown on anti-semitic threats that means conservatives lose their twitter account but what does that mean about your political movement like (laughs) like i mean i think going on we know what it means but i mean it's just really it's crazy i I mean mean, if you look at this guy the maggot bombers account before it was taken down i've seen so many accounts like this and i've gotten harassed by accounts like this like i've seen this so many times I mean, this is obviously a very intense and a very sad time. And the fact that we are literally in a situation where violence is becoming something that happens not just once and is this like crazy story. It seems like it's there has been violence like two out of the past four days. So, no, really yeah. even more because the pipe there was another pipe bomb sent today to Jeff yeah. Zucker at CNN. Um, so the fact that there is more violence on in in the let's say the 15th the two weeks leading up to the midterms we might end up with some sort of violence or violent threats on like half of those days yeah i mean it's just really scary and it's also so crazy to me i mean again it goes back to like how good the other side is at messaging that they've been able to like weaponize this idea of like the liberal mob who's not letting people eat in restaurants when in actuality like one of the most threatening things we've seen even through our lifetime and before is right-wing extremist domestic terrorists who have been behind not just the violence we've seen this week but go back all the way to like the oklahoma city bombing and shit like bombing abortion clinics like these people are violent right and their whole thing is like oh obama won't call it islamic extremist terrorism but it's like okay what about your terrorism yeah just because you're white doesn't make it not terrorism yeah like it's just and i mean I'm not saying that your average Republican condones this at all, but it's like, take some time to get this out of your party because people are taking your people who you definitely like people who you disavow, which I get are taking your political beliefs and using them to create violence. And that means that there is like a line that your party is not drawing. Like something is going on. Right. I mean, it's not everyone, but again, there are people who are very much, pro white nationalism and that is their goal they want to make the republican party into a white nationalist party and the policy translation of that is like build a wall but they're really and when it comes down to it they clearly will resort to much more extreme and deadly methods than yeah. just oh build the wall and hold a sign that says that yeah and this is something me and brian were talking about a little bit last week which is just this idea that like if you have a president who obviously inspires a lot of like emotional reactions from people on either way like people some people really love him like this maga bomber guy we have we seen his van he really <laughs> he really was all in the crazy thing about the van is that Trump was like, I don't see my face on the van. It's like, what the fuck? Are You're, you blind? Um, what's going on? He also had a three doors down sticker on the van, van which I thought was very funny. That's, um, <laughs> that's an obscure reference. Yeah, it was just like, what? Three doors down? Okay. Uh, but they played at the inauguration, remember? Oh, no, I know that's that. It yeah, was because of that. It must have. I was like, You're wow. like having a Jackie Avancho sticker. Yeah, exactly. Such <laughs> a shame that I will, Jackie Avancho will only be famous for like, the fact that she sung at the inauguration yeah Yeah. um but what i was gonna say is like 
we have a president who puts everything in these really extreme terms of like, he makes it seem to these people who are mentally ill, who are crazy, who are obviously like violent and unwell. He's like, liberals are coming to kill you. Muslims and Jews are funding a caravan <laughs> like that's coming. He didn't say that, but he's two seconds away from saying yeah, Like I'm sure caravan. if you sat down with him and we're like, do we think the Muslims and the Jews are working no, together Trump, on the caravan? He'd Trump, be like, yes. I actually think Trump had one of his most sympathetic responses to the synagogue yes. shooting as more than ever i'm sure it has nothing to do with the fact that his daughter converted to orthodox judaism yeah. and that her that his son is a jew or yeah. his son-in-law is a jew and his um, grandkids are jewish and also the fact that one of his biggest and most fervent constituencies are israel supporters yeah and jews who jews who are very pro-israel and so he doesn't want to lose those people. Those people are like the only Jews who support him. So he's really not, he's working overtime to keep them. Yeah. He even was going to cancel his rally. I think the night of the, yeah, of but the then shooting. He, like, he was like, but we already planned the rally. And I was, he was like, I was going to cancel it because of the shooting, because my hair got wet, but my hair looks fine. <laughs> and we're already having the rally. This is real. Right. I retweeted it on my Twitter. If you guys want to see it, it's him being like, honestly, the rally's already here and my hair looks fine. So <laughs> Right, he was and it's upset. Like, no, it doesn't, dude. <laughs> right. He was upset about how his hair got wet that, that day. What was that? Like Yeah, he got wet or something. Which I'm sure is a problem for melts? whatever he like, has going on. Yeah, I mean so he there. he I thought at least he didn't go straight to villainizing the victims. Yeah. Um and yeah, that's the only reason why that I can think of for why he acted at least moderately sympathetic for a few hours. But then he gave up. Yeah, I think after once he got it all in so that the, you know, the pro-Israel constituency could basically be like, oh, look, he's on our side. Look how amazing he is. Once he did that, he could then move on. That's yeah, how he operates. It's, I mean, it's interesting to see how he's going to play this for the next couple of days because and I mean, I, I really do hate talking about these in conjunction with the midterms. But it is interesting because he cle he and Fox News and all the conservatives clearly had a strategy that this caravan, we're going to talk about the caravan for the whole two weeks leading up to the midterms. Everybody's going to get really freaked out about the... The caravan is like months away. Yeah. like But also. they were like, we're going to just hit this caravan hard going into the midterms and then there will be no caravan like, like i guarantee you no caravan is ever coming and if they do they're going to apply to asylum and they're going to just going to come in and it's going to be whatever <laughs> like it's i mean it's such a non-issue but like clearly they ha there was a conservative strategy going into this week about the caravan and now i mean they have they to talk about all this and they have to tread super lightly and Trump has to like behave himself in all these ways. He can't do his like rally razzle dazzle thing. He's got to read all these prepared statements. It's definitely fucked up his I plan. mean, it must be hard for him to be supportive of Jewish people given that most of his supporters are actually anti-Semitic. Yes. So he has to both please them and keep them in, you know, in, in their box while not offending the Jews too much. Yes. So that it's like, I'm not against them. It's not my fault that my supporters are, are anti-Semitic. They're not anti-Semitic. Like, yeah. yeah, they fucking are. Yeah. It's like, I mean, it's, it's a very delicate and deft political dance. Donald Trump will have to do over the next couple of days. And let's see. We'll There's see. only eight days until the midterms, oh guys, please vote. Like this is so critical. It's, 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 it's literally a violent situation at this point. So yeah. So Betches.co slash bus, if you want to vote with 
us as a reminder even more than just voting because i mean a lot of us live in new york as in the two of us live in new york plus i'm sure many listeners where our votes are not really going to change the game but the the thing is that to get people more engaged you have to make voting a thing and that everyone needs to do it so that you can actually have a, a clear representation of the country in terms of who your elected officials are yeah so, and i think more people want to vote when they're either like shamed into thinking they have to vote or that it's cool yeah, so if you, like and that's the thing is like sometimes it feels like oh like are we really going to do a hashtag and all this stuff and it's like yeah yeah you like actually people need to see their whole Facebook feed. There are studies that show that like the peer pressure element of getting people to the polls is huge. So like for the next week or so leading up to every election, just like be that bitch. who's like, are you seriously not voting? Like, is that for real? You're not going to vote. And like, actually be the person who's like, yeah, like honestly shame them because people need to vote. And, it just, it has to happen. We're going to have a lot of fun on election day. Yes. Should we move to one more thing? Yes. Speaking <sighs> of voting. Voting. Brazil has a new president. Yes. I, I His name is... Higher Bolsonaro. I'm not sure. I, I imagine that the J would be pronounced as an Same. H sound, but yeah. also... It's Portuguese. I'm not Jair. It, it might be, be Jair um, Bolsonaro. Sorry that we're ignorant to yes. this. We're Bolsonaro anyway is President Bolsonaro. He was elected. He is a far right former military guy. Um, Just going to paint a picture. Yeah. So um, he won with a pretty resounding victory over the left workers party there they had won the past four elections people wanted to change so now he's in i mean power. when a victory is very resounding i tend to question to it question the resounding victory especially when you have a guy like this um so us. critics are worried in brazil now uh because this guy bolsonaro has praised brazil's former dictatorship uh and he has made inappropriate comments on race women and homosexuality um in 2015 he told a fellow lawmaker that she was too ugly to rape which is you know i bet you if you played a game bolsonaro or Or Trump, trump you couldn't tell the difference i mean I'm absolutely sure that Trump has thought that about many women. He before. has said that pretty much. Has he said? I I'm mean, pretty sure he, he would, has said that. He He's would. like, why? Like he, I think yeah. he once said, like, why do I want to assault yeah, her? I'm sure. So anyway, um, he's also very pro-gun. He's for letting companies come in and tear down the rainforest. And some in the media have dumped him the Trump of the tropics. It sounds so. like a skinnier Tanner Trump. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. more likely to win Miss Universe. (laughs) So that's just another example of a far-right person coming to power. There's definitely a global trend happening that's scary. You know, it is helpful to know who our allies will be in World War III. Yeah. Just get a little acquainted with that. Who's the crew going to be and it's kind of shaping I feel like Bolsonaro is the Mussolini. Maybe. Maybe. I feel like Putin's more of the Hitler. Yeah. Trump is more of whoever Trump. was in charge of japan i don't know did hitler have like a monkey or anything <laughs> like did he have like a pet <laughs> like mm, he did, had a he had a drug addiction yeah okay so <laughs> putin is hitler <laughs> bolsonaro is mussolini and trump is meth yeah. <laughs> and trump is hitler's stash of yeah meth. yeah <laughs> seriously like, no i think hitler i think trump would probably be like the japanese guy who oh, i don't remember who that was because, because i feel like there was like 
in Japan there was like a king also, but I don't think he wasn't you know what? like I'm gonna he show was like, myself. The only not reason I say anything Putin right now is Hitler is because he's the one really running running things. the thing. Like yeah. he's running the show. Let's be honest. Yeah. Even we're happy to admit that. <laughs> yes. Um yeah so bolsonaro yeah. our new muslim <laughs> potentially we gotta see we have to like let's see what he does we let's, also have duterte who could get in there yeah there is duterte uh yeah it's unfortunate also hungry kim jong-un kim jong-un hungary has like a far-right guy that they elected yes as well so i mean seems like they might have even a bigger team than, than like yeah a few years honestly ago. it's it's a monsters situation <laughs> over here they're jacked up they're ready to go they're evil <laughs> like, we're so screwed okay um, everyone great. we don't have to be screwed because you could vote mm-hmm. seriously please fucking please vote. vote like i'm crying i'm making it's happening vote. it's so soon i'm excited same i'm excited we are we're so ready for the bus yes guys dm us if you have any questions about the bus Yes, and be sure to send us your absentee ballots, your, tag your us. early voting, to tag us, we'll repost you, betches.co slash bus to find out of our stops, hashtag run to the polls. Guys, until the end of democracy, I'm Elise Morales. I'm Sammy Fishbein. And this is the Betches Sup Podcast. Bye. Betches.